I really did. But if that's not good enough, fine. Let's get back to basics. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Tiana. And this is Next Door Villain. A podcast where we uncover the villains to discover their humanity. Hi, welcome back to Next Door Villain. We are continuing on with our Batman villain series. And today we're talking about... Dr. Harleen... Quinn, hmm. more commonly known as Harley Quinn. Yeah, a.k.a. the Joker's GF. Yeah, which is not a good way to define her. We should not define her by her abusive boyfriend. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we will get into that, into that know, soon. Just, you know, I, like, that's, like, that's not fair to her. <laughs> right, right, no, it's not. I'm sorry. I was just saying things so people can remind themselves who she is. I think they know. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fair. I'm sorry for... <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> Putting you down. <laughs> You're fine. Yeah. So Harley Quinn, her origin story is pretty much the same in just about all the representations of her in various comics and whatnot. She is a psychiatrist at Arkham Asylum, and the Joker is one of her patients. And basically, he somehow manages to manipulate and seduce her and get her to help him break out of prison and then to join him and work with him in doing mm -hmm. his evil yeah. deeds. And what's interesting about Harley is that when she's an intern, she's very smart. She's like a straight A student. She loves psychiatry and the mind and studying it. And she seems like a very um, stellar or straight edge person <laughs> uh, who seems to have her uh -huh. shit together. But there's something that happens where she's just taken with the Joker to be basically his accomplice. I mean, throughout the rest of the series, there's just, it's not a great relationship. He's pretty abusive physically and emotionally. And she kind of goes back and forth where she's like helping him and then trying to kill him and then mm -hmm. helping him again. And it's just not a great relationship. But she is a very interesting character. And at least a couple people on our Facebook page were very interested in her specifically. Sharita said, Harley is my favorite and always has been. She's a kid at heart, clearly loving, but can and will kick ass. And she's very intelligent, except when it comes to the Joker. Harley is true to herself and is a psychiatrist. And outside of her fucked up relationship with the Joker, she's a great female character. And I love her with Poison Ivy. Outside of her fucked up relationship with Joker, she's a great female character. Mm -hmm. And I really like that comment because it also shows how Harley... Like, she, she's considered a villain when she's with the Joker, but there are times where she can be very, quote-unquote, good, where she might save someone mm -hmm. or help someone meet a goal with the other female villains when they kind of get together. But I won't go too much into that. But she's so full of life, too. And so it definitely has a lot of positive qualities in that that comment. A lot, a lot in there. Yeah. And then Connie said... I love Harley Quinn. She got the courage to ditch a violent boyfriend and instead date her best friend, Poison Ivy. You left Ivy. out the yay in front of that comment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yay. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Connie. No. 
The poison ivy thing, so kind of an aside that we didn't mention in her backstory is that she often does have a relationship with poison ivy. There are some storylines where they do end up dating, but there are also a bunch of storylines where poison ivy almost kind of becomes a mentor, kind of motherish figure to her that helps her to stay away from her abusive relationship mm-hmm. with the Joker. Yeah, and that's really cool. It's like girl power together, right? We can yeah. fight him. <laughs> Yeah, when the girls get together, they do great things. And then when the douchey boyfriend gets involved, he messes yeah. everything up. When he rides up in his clown antics. <laughs> no. <Yeah>. It ain't <laughs> gonna be good with yeah. the clown. Yeah, and unfortunately, which I, I think you accidentally demonstrated so well at the beginning of this episode, we mostly know Harley Quinn as the Joker's girlfriend. Like that's how she's often associated in pop culture, which is really unfortunate because he is truly terrible Mm. to her. And then she just gets put in this box of being the side bitch, you know, like the hench woman for him. He seems to have Uh some kind of feelings for her, but they're oftentimes pretty volatile and doesn't want to have any true feelings for her. So he just uses her to get what he wants and uses her skills because she has a lot of great skills. She's a great gymnast, pretty good at combat. And then he just is like, yeah, she'll beat this guy up for me and, you know, kill these people for my own gain. And then I'll put her in a rocket when I get real feelings for her and and then she 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 gets into a rocket okay in the comics and the rocket flies and then gets into like wherever poison ivy is at that time and that's how they meet and then harley will be super enraged with the joker for treating her that way and then will attempt to try to kill him but then at the last minute be like oh actually let's work together to get you out of arkham asylum and It's this weird thing of being drawn in and then pulling out and then being drawn in again, like some kind of addiction with her mind. And and the mind is so crazy. How can you be so obsessed and addicted to one person even after they do horrible things to you and then leave and then keep coming back to that? And I guess it's a common idea with abuse is that you love that person with all of your heart and then it's hard to see how to get out of it and how to break free from someone who's so controlling and manipulating. Especially when you have gotten yourself so enveloped in the situation where once she has joined the Joker and has started doing villainous things, killing people, uh, stealing stuff, I don't know, whatever antics the Joker gets her involved in. It's like if she wants to go straight or wants to go good, then her only real option is going to be that she's going to be imprisoned. So in a sense, she can either be trapped in a prison with basically no autonomy or trapped in this relationship where she has some control over her life, but she has to endure kind of this abuse. It's a really difficult position to be in and she may not want to be there, but it's really hard to get out of because there's no really good way out of it. Right. And that's a good point that if she really tries to leave him, she could be imprisoned or just be also be seen as an outcast too. And one thing that would perplex me is how she fell in love with the Joker in the first place. You know, like she wanted to analyze him, help him when he was in the asylum. And then, and she just fell in love with him and that perplexed me i was like this guy this guy is pretty uh dangerous but people i think can be really drawn to danger and living life on the edge i guess i can understand how you're like wow like you could have a completely different life of adventure and excitement and just 
using your skills to gain power and and all of these great and exciting things about life if I'm with this person. You know, another way of manipulating is to be, you know, if you come with me, we will take over everything. And, mm-hmm. and there's so much excitement and adventure that I think she as a person is drawn to. It's very enticing. Yeah. Like you said, it's, it's difficult to understand why she would join the Joker, especially since we have to assume that she's pretty smart if she's working as a psychiatrist. It's not a job you can just fall into. You have to <laughs> get a lot of education. And But I think what we probably need to understand is that we know the Joker from a number of different stories. I mean, he's one of the most prolific villains in the Batman series, and we know all the terrible things he does. We don't know what she knows about him. And she gets to see him very intimately and have these deep conversations. And she probably sees him in an entirely different light than we Mm -hmm. do. And in some ways, he has a lot of control over the way that she perceives Mm -hmm. him. And he's probably really manipulative and has done a really good job at showing her exactly what she needs to see in order to convince her to be on his side. And the Joker is smart. He's crazy, but he's smart. And she might see that too. Yeah. Um, He knows how to be one of Batman's greatest villains. And that's incredibly enticing sometimes. It's like when we see a bad boy and we're like, yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, I want to ride on a motorcycle with the bad boy kind of thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, to, yeah. to that point, once again, if you're wondering how someone like her can end up with some, someone like him, just consider in your own life how many people you know that have dated someone that's totally wrong mm-hmm. for them and totally changed themselves in order to be with that person. Because unfortunately, I think that happens way more often than we would like to mm-hmm. believe. And this is maybe an extreme example right. of that, but it certainly you know is... Yeah, that. even getting out of that relationship example too, people find themselves in situations that they probably shouldn't be in. Uh-huh. And they change themselves to kind of stay in that situation too. So a question to help us relate to Harley Quinn is thinking about our own lives and asking, has love ever made you do crazy things? And then you see how Harley Quinn became this villain with the Joker. Yeah, I mean, I think, honestly, I think for most people, the answer is yes. Uh, just unfortunately, you know, when you're in love or when you think that you're in love, things that might seem crazy to everyone else seem very not crazy to you because your hormones and your mind are all working really hard to make you feel good about what you're doing and what your actions are. I don't know. I'm not great or super comfortable talking about really specific (laughs) emotional things in my life, you know, which is maybe something I got to go deal with. But I, I do think there are a lot of times in my life, especially when I was like in high school relationships, where <laughs> I became completely absorbed in that relationship and felt like I had to do whatever I could to make that relationship successful, that I would forget about friends or other things that were going on in my life, which were realistically more important than some stupid high school relationship. Right. And it's it's so interesting too, because when you're in a relationship that's 
really, that's not going so well. And then other people on the outside keep telling you that it's not good and you need to, you know, this isn't going very well. But you can sometimes as a defense be like, well, you don't know what our relationship is. Like you're just looking uh -huh. at it on the outside. So I can also see how Harley Quinn kind of going off of what you said earlier about how she gets an intimate viewpoint of him that's different from what other people see. She's interpreting it differently where he, you know, he chose me and we have this great relationship where we work together to do these crazy things and but she might she's not seeing it how people on the outside see it. And that's also part of being manipulated within that relationship to view it in a more positive way than it should be viewed. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't think you answered the question, though. Oh. <laughs> has, has, has love ever made you do crazy things? Um, hmm, let me think. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, where to start? Well, I won't get too much into it, but... <laughs> or maybe I will. I was in this relationship, and I stayed in this town that I hated for way too long because of it. And it was a, you know what town I'm talking about, <laughs> but um, <laughs> the town, it's not a bad town because it's bad. It's just a bad town because I, I don't like it anymore. I got sick of it and it didn't have very much opportunity for me. And, but I stayed, I didn't give myself a whole lot of opportunity to explore different career options or to move somewhere else with more opportunity because I was in this relationship where it was kind of expected for me to stay in one place for this guy and for it to work, other people would be like, you don't have to do that. You can move out. You can you can explore different things about the world. But I was just so stuck. And to people, that was crazy, you know, because I was basically putting myself stuck in one place for the expectation of for the rest of my life for this one guy. And I would be miserable, you know, if I stayed because there was just nothing for me. But instead, I was like, nope, I'm going to stay in this town for as long as I can and just not explore any other options for this one guy and um that that was kind of crazy of that and that's just one example out of like uh -huh. probably 50 <laughs> right right mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah i definitely think that harley quinn is in that sense incredibly relatable to you know most people a lot of people and if you are listening at home and you're thinking, love has made me do some crazy things as well, we'd love to hear about them. Yeah. But you don't have to. You don't have to share, obviously. <laughs> Tell us. But if, if, <laughs> if you do, though, that's cool too. And you can do so on our Facebook page or Twitter at NextdoorVillain or via email. That's NextdoorVillain at gmail.com. And I think that's it for today on Harley Quinn. Got more thoughts? You know where to find us, like Joe just said. Yep. Please this rate episode. us. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'd love if you could leave a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. And as always, this episode was written and produced and whatnot by us, Joe Anderson and Tiana Hennings. And thanks for listening. Yeah. Adios. <laughs>